Welcome back to the Vine Church podcast. Today, we will be continuing our devotional series, The Gospel According to Zechariah. If you haven't already, you can find us on YouTube at the Vine Church Heart, and we'd love to have you join us over there. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to our devotionals in Zechariah. This morning, we're in Zechariah chapter 8, and we're going to read verse 9 to 13, and it says this. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies says. Be strong and finish the task. Ever since the laying of the foundation of the temple of the Lord of heaven's armies, you have heard what the prophets have been saying about completing the building. Before the work on the temple began, there were no jobs and no money to hire people or animals. No traveler was safe from the enemy, for there were enemies on all sides. I had turned everyone against each other. But now I will not treat the remnant of my people as I treated them before, says the Lord of heaven's armies, for I am planting seeds of peace and prosperity among you. The grapevines will be heavy with fruit, the earth will produce its crops, and the heavens will release dew. Once more I will cause the remnant in Judah and Israel to inherit these blessings. Among the other nations, Judah and Israel became symbols of a cursed nation, but no longer. Now I will rescue you and make you both a symbol and a source of blessing. So don't be afraid. Be strong and get on with building the temple. This is continuing the various promises we've seen, or or rather the commands, uh, which are promises that we've seen in Zechariah 8, that God has set out for what his restored people are going to look like now that they're back in the land. And this morning we we moved something which, if anything, is an encouragement which I can't help but seeing is so relevant to our current situation. You have God saying, strengthen your hands, be strong, and finish the building project which you begun. Carry on going with what you have started. And the way that it's that it's phrased here is quite interesting because it says, ever since the laying of the foundation of the temple of the Lord of heaven's armies, you have heard what the prophets have been saying about completing the building. It's as though the command here is, do not let what you heard the prophets say at the beginning just remain something in the past which spurs you on and motivated you back then and now just be running on fumes from that message. You know, as though they gave a rousing prophecy, which is what we find at the beginning of Zechariah, gave a rousing, motivating message. And so people got on with the work of restoring the temple. And now, as we're carrying on with the project, we're still kind of going off that initial rousing, that initial motivation. But the message here is, be refreshed by what the prophet said back then. Don't let that just be fumes now, but continue going with what you heard. Can, uh, refresh yourself in what you heard and what initially motivated you. And so don't let this temple building project as being something that starts well and then we crept along the finish line and eventually it got done. No, let's be animated as we do this task, as we get on with completing the building. Let's be strong and finish it. And that message of refreshing ourselves in what the prophets have spoken is so relevant to all of uh, the Christian life, really. 
But I, I was just thinking as I was reading and studying this passage, really, about how something like the message that Andy gave on Sunday about giving could easily be seen as a, a message which was just, if you like, for the gifting. But it's not. And as Andy said, it's not just about money. We should refresh ourselves in the message there. Refresh ourselves in three years time by that message, which has you know, roused us as a church to be giving people, to be people who remember the Lord, who reflect on that Deuteronomy 8 passage, which Andy um, so brilliantly taught us, that we want to remember all the faithfulness that the Lord shows us, that we want to carry on with this building project in the same faith, in the same motivation that uh, launched it in the first place. We need to be a people who are not just kind of topped up, you know, filled up the tank and then run all the way down, but people who are constantly coming back, constantly being refreshed by God's word and what he has spoken through his church. Be refreshed in what the prophets have been saying about completing the building. We also see that God is saying that he turned people away from each other before. Part of the judgment that uh, God's people were under is that they were divided, that they, uh, as it says, there were no jobs, no money, uh, no traveller was safe. It says later on that Judah and Israel became symbols of a cursed nation. And that this was right. This was God's purpose. They had sinned against him. They had broken the covenant. And so he uh, cursed them and scattered them. But now, in this restoration project, as the temple is being restored, they are being restored. As the house of the Lord is being restored, the houses of his people are being restored. The temple is, is God's dwelling place among his people. And, and God really identifies with his people so much so that when they are destroyed and taken into exile, the temple is destroyed. And in Ezekiel, you have the vision of... Um, the glory of God leaving the temple and coming over to Babylon. It's kind of an ironic surprise. And now what we're getting is, as that kind of judgment was starting to unwind and God was starting to restore them, that restoration needs to be matched by, or rather is being matched by, God's house being restored. What's true of God and where he dwells becomes true of his people because he so identifies with us as I said two mornings ago god is restoring his people from the judgment that he put them under he is planting seeds of peace and prosperity and then it says just to finish off it it starts by saying but now i will rescue you and make you both a symbol of source a symbol and a source of blessing what a beautiful way to describe the, the what god does to his people he restores them and he makes them a symbol. That the symbol is that God saves His people. This is what a saved this is what a saved people look like. And then he makes them a source of blessing, so that the blessings flow out from where they are out to those around them. Now, the interesting thing is, it says, "I will make you a symbol and a source of blessing." So I will bless you. I'll make you a symbol of blessing and a source of blessing to other people. And then it says. So don't be afraid, be strong and get on with rebuilding the temple. It's as though that's the ultimate motivation to get on with the purposes that God has put before us. 
to, to carry on with whatever God has called us to do. God says, I will make you a symbol and a source of blessing. So carry on with what I have commanded. Obviously, in the life of the Vine Church at the moment, one thing that we're really quite focused on is this building project to kind of restore the old school. Now, I don't want to treat the old school in the same way that they taught the temple, of course. But there is a sense in which it could get to a point where we're lagging behind or where we're feeling a little bit, I hope we're not there yet, but it, it, potentially we could get there where we're feeling a bit uh, dry. And we need to be reminded that God promises to make us a symbol and a source of blessing. So don't be afraid, be strong and get on with the purposes that God has laid before us. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you restored your people so many hundred years ago. And we thank you that you continue to restore your people. You continue to make us a symbol and a source of blessing. So Lord, we just pray that you would refresh us in what you've spoken. You'd keep us topped up. You'd keep our energy high for your purposes. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.